Hi, this is Kristen Bass with encouragement from Kristen's Backyard. If this is your first time here, let me give you a little background on the many hats I wear. I am a Dallas, Texas bred girl living in Atlanta, Georgia, who is a wife and mom, choreographer and artistic director, Arthur, homesteader, founder and life organizer of Traveling Psychology Girl LLC, where we declutter and organize your mind, home, and office. And I am an educator, which is what led me to do this podcast. If you like nature and the Bible, you have come to the right place. Here, I take elements of nature, insects, animals, and apply their behaviors and characteristics to biblical characters and principles. Sit back and enjoy encouragement from Kristen's backyard. you we have a lot of leaves in our yard and it is a lot to deal with on a daily basis as the fall sets in and the leaves begin to dry up and turn colors and fall off the tree I tell you what it's pretty cold out here so I'll have my boys come out a little later and finish that up and I'm gonna go somewhere Ah, that's a little bit more comfy and cozy. But fall is my favorite time of year. I love the colors on the trees. One of the reasons I moved to Georgia is because of the beautiful trees and how they look during the fall when the trees begin to change colors and begin to fall off the tree. It's a very beautiful, serene thing. Yeah, I even like fall colors, autumn colors. I like autumn colors when it comes to my makeup, when it comes to my clothes. I'm just now starting to step out my comfort zone a little bit and start wearing other colors. But it's just something about autumn something about autumn so today i'm going to be talking about the fall autumn and i'm going to tie it into something that's not so pretty when it comes to scripture or a biblical principle it's not as beautiful and pretty as the actual fall or autumn season is but it does remind me of it to a degree. I'm going to come from the SCA.org. This is a Student Conservation Association. Conservation Association. And it says, why leaves change color in the fall? There are so, so many reasons to love autumn. And, you know, for me personally, I like to put out pumpkins and put out all of my fall decorations and the different, um, you know, pumpkins and things that you can buy, artificial pumpkins that you can buy from 
place like Hobby Lobby or, you know, wherever you would get your arts and crafts stuff. I'm not sure if Joanne has it, but, you know, and, and put out little centerpieces and things like that. But what exactly happens to them, to the trees, to the leaves that are on the trees? They change from green to yellow and orange and red and even purple and magenta. But why? What's going on within them that causes this celebrated transformation? Well, what's going on inside of them is something that I think we can all relate to within our personal lives because things change on the inside of us. But it's compounds that are responsible for fall foliage, yellow and orange, red hues respectively as present in leaves throughout the year, but they're overwhelmed by high levels of vivid green chlorophyll during the summer months. Leaves can only produce chlorophyll chlorophyll a, ne a necessary component of photosynthesis so what's going on is called photosynthesis and the presence of warmth and sunshine which is of course that um, which of course become increasingly scarce starting in late September as chlorophyll or chlorophyll, however you would pronounce it production slows and then stops yellow and orange it's called flavonoids and oh gosh I don't even want to try to pronounce this but I'm gonna try but I'm probably 98% wrong but carotenoids are allowed to shine through I probably totally destroyed that and somebody that's really into nature is talking about me so bad right now but it's okay we're gonna move on but photosynthesis is what causes the leaves to change colors and it changes um, from the deepest reds to purples magentas and so on and so on and so you might think okay well that causes them to shine I mean to shine to uh, to change color and if you go on this website it will actually show you how there's so much chlorophyll or chlorophyll within the the green leaves and then over time it begins to break down and then it continues to break down it breaks down really into four parts and so that's why it would go from green to yellow to orange to red but then you would want to know okay well then why do they fall so from childrensmuseum.org Leaves fall off trees so that the trees can survive the winter. But the word fall is a bit misleading. It implies that the trees are passive this time of year, which in fact they are actively pushing the leaves off their branches. The changes in weather and daylight trigger a hormone that releases a chemical message to each leaf that is the time to prepare for winter. Over the next few weeks, the cells uh, form a bumpy line at the place where the leaf stem meets the branch and slowly but surely the leaf is pushed off the tree. This process is a must for tree survival. In spring and summer, leaves convert sunlight into energy in, in a process we all know as photosynthesis. 
during that process the leaves lose a lot of water so much water that then winter arrives the trees are no longer able to get enough water to replace it and so the leaves fall or they're pushed off the trees so that the tree can survive the winter and grow new leaves in the spring and so I know that for us personally, we, we also go through changes I, and I, I like to call them the fall and the autumn of our own life because we're figuring out what we want to, you know, around the fall is, is kind of the time where you're starting to think about the next year, think about what goals you have in mind and you kind of sit down during this time to reflect. And so um, the old you begins to sort of fall off, right, because you're, you have to reproduce for the new year that's coming and so when I come back though I'm going to talk about maybe an, a not so fun character in the bible and and that lives on with us today but I'm going to talk about what this story sort of reminded me of so right after this message when I come back I will dive right into it given that the leaves fall down from the tree I could not help but think about the fallen angel, Satan, ruler of Babylon, the adversary that we fight on a day-to-day -day basis. This is not to give him glory by far, but it is to show you how watchful you should be on a day-to-day -day basis. I'm going to read from three different texts and I want you to gather a message here today. I'm going to start with Isaiah 14 and I'm going to read from verse 4 all the way to verse 13. This is a song about the king of Babylon um, depending on which version you read, you, you read, but I'm reading from the easy read version. So that's what this particular title is called over this, this king. But it says at the time you will begin to sing this song about the king of Babylon. The king was cruel when he ruled us, but now his rule is finished. The Lord breaks the scepter of evil rulers. He takes away their power. In anger, the king of Babylon beat the people. He never stopped beating them. He was an evil ruler who ruled in anger. He never stopped hurting people. But now the whole country rests and is quiet. Now the people begin to celebrate. You were an evil king. And now you are finished. Even the pine trees are happy. The cedar trees of Lebanon rejoice. They say the king chopped us down, but now the king has fallen. And he will never stand again. The place of death is excited that you were that you are coming. Sheol is walking, is waking the spirits of all the leaders of the earth for you. Sheol is making the, the king stand up from their thrones to meet you. They will make fun of you, saying, now you are as dead as we are. Now you are just like us. Your pride has been sent down to Sheol. The music from your harp announce the coming of the proud spirit. Maggots will be the bed you lie on. 
and other worms will cover your body with a blanket. You were like the morning star, but you have fallen from the sky. In the past, all the nations on earth bowed down before you, but now you have been cut down. You always told yourself, I will go to the skies above. I will put my throne above God's stars. I will sit on Zaparn, the holy mountain where the gods meet. I'm going to skip down to verse 15, but it says, but that did not happen. That did not happen. Whew, well, this should make you very excited that the one that has tortured your life, the one that comes and sends trials and tribulations to, to defeat you, he has fallen and he will fall. That's why Satan is running so rapid throughout the earth because he's trying to get whoever he can get before it's his time is up. And just like the leaves fall down from the tree, it reminds me and comfort to know that his time of ruling this earth is coming to an end. He will fall. I'm going to read from Luke chapter 10. And I'm going to start at verse 17 because this one in the easy read version says Satan falls. When the 72 followers came back from their trip, because Jesus sent 72 people out, they were very happy. They said, Lord, even the demons obeyed us when we used your name. Jesus said to them, I saw Satan falling like lightning from the sky. He is the enemy, but know that I have given you more power than he has. I have given you the power to crush his snakes and scorpions under your feet. Nothing will hurt you. Yes, even the spirits obey you and you can be happy. But because you have this power, but because your names are written in heaven. So don't be happy because you have this power, but be happy that your names are written in heaven. If it's not clear to you by now that we know that we have a true adversary that seeks after us. We have a true adversary that comes to devour our lives. He has fallen from the sky like lightning. So there's your second proof that he has fallen. And yet he will fall again. He fell to the earth, but he will fall again right back to Sheol, which is hell. The hell that was created for him, hell was never created for people. It was created for him. But unfortunately, he has followers and those followers will go right where he goes. So Satan has fallen. I'm going to read from Revelations, my last text, chapter 12. I'm not going to read the whole um, text, even though I sure would want to because it's one of my favorites. But I am going to stop at verse 10. So chapter 12, this is about the woman giving birth and the dragon. And then a great wonder appeared in heaven. There was a woman who was clothed with the sun and the moon under her feet. She had a crown of 12 stars on her head. She was pregnant and cried out with pain because she was about to give birth. Then another wonder appeared in heaven. There was a giant red dragon there 
The dragon had seven heads and a crown on each head. It also had ten horns. Its tail swept a third of the stars out of the sky and threw them down to the earth. And we're talking about Satan because when he fell from heaven, he took a third of the angels with him who he was able to manipulate and convince them to follow him instead of God. It stood in front of the woman who was ready to give birth to the baby. It wanted to eat the woman's baby as soon as it was born. The woman gave birth to a son who would rule all the nations with an iron rod. And her child was taken up to God and to his throne. The woman ran away in the desert to, to a place that God had prepared for her. There she was. There she would be taken care of for 1260 days then there was a war in heaven michael and his angels fought against the dragon the dragon and his angels fought back but they were not strong enough they were not strong enough so it's not that god's angels that the angels were not strong enough satan was not strong enough his demons his army was not strong enough. So when the movies try to show that the angels are weaker, then no, no, no. The Bible says, but they were not strong enough. The dragon and his angels lost their place in heaven. It was thrown down out of heaven. This giant dragon is an old snake. Though maybe the one that you remember from Genesis chapter 1 or chapter 2. Genesis chapter 2 when he came to deceive Adam and Eve. The one called the devil or Satan who leads the whole world into the wrong way. The dragon and his angels were thrown to the earth. So it says it's there the dragon and his angels, the angels that he deceived was thrown down to the earth. Verse 10, then, a, then I heard a, law, a loud voice in heaven say, The victory and the power of the kingdom of our God and the authority of the Messiah have now come. These things have come, but the accuser of our brothers and sisters have been thrown out. He is the one who accused them day and night before our God. Know that there is a real devil out there. Who is standing before God's throne daily, trying to find a reason that you should be condemned, trying to find a reason to discredit your name and discredit who you are, especially if you make a mistake. But he only torments you the way that he does because he only has but a short amount of time. Think of yourself as that woman with this, this baby on the inside, which is purpose. This purpose that you are called to do on this earth. That the enemy does not want to come to pass. He don't want you to succeed in it. Because if you succeed, then he knows it's going to change the world. It's going to change multitudes of people. But he is fallen. He has fallen and that is why he attacks you the way he does he's only got a short amount of time before then he will be falling into a bottomless pit if you read on you would eventually get to that it talks about that in revelations 
a revelation. Okay. <laughs> but he's after you. But he's fallen. He's fallen. And so you can find great comfort in looking into nature and knowing that the Lord speaks. He speaks constantly through nature. Nature was here before we were. In Genesis chapter 1, it goes through all of the creation. Way before man was created, all of the animals were created. All of the trees, the rivers, the streams, all living things were created. It was created for our enjoyment. But these things... They know God. It, they may seem to be still, but if God parted the sky right now, even the trees will bow down and worship God. The Bible says, if you don't cry out before me, a rock will cry out. So if a rock can cry out, and if God can use a donkey to speak <laughs> to a prophet, he can use the trees. The trees will worship the Lord. They will bow down before him. Everything on this earth will crumble before God's feet and before his face. So Satan has to do everything he has to do to try to stop you from being who you are, who you are supposed to be, the purpose and the gift that God's placed inside of you. He has to do everything to try to keep that from coming to pass because he knows he failed once and he's going to fall again. So every time you see a leaf fall down, know that that is a reminder to you that Satan it's going to fall. He's going to fall again. He's going to fall again. So I have peace. I have comfort in knowing who I am in Christ. Who he has created and made and ordained me to be. And just like he has a short time, I have a short time, right? We have a short time. We have a short time to get it right. We don't have time to, when I was growing up, uh, folks would say, Oh, I'll get saved when I turn 25. If you make it to 25... No, you have but a short time as well to fulfill the destiny that God is calling on you. Don't wait for perfect conditions because there is no such thing as perfect conditions. There's no such thing as a perfect time, the perfect timing. God does things in his perfect timing, but we don't do things in our perfect timing. We do things in his perfect timing. And the time is now. If you are just sitting on your gifts, sitting on your purpose, don't wait for somebody to come knock on your door and give you an opportunity. You go get it. Go get the opportunity. Go seek out the opportunity. Be led by the Lord, but you go get it. It's time for you to fulfill God's destiny. The destiny that he's put in you. So be reminded every time you see these leaves falling, I got a short amount of time, and so does Satan. But you got two things to kind of look at, two contrasting things to look at there. Thank you so much for listening to Encouragement from Kristen's Backyard. And next week, I will be back continuing our, um, what is it, the series with all of the animals that I saw at the petting zoo. So I can't wait to get back into that. God bless you, and I will be with you next time. Hi, this is Kristen, and thank you so much for listening to Encouragement from Kristen's Backyard. You know, the Bible says in John 3:16, For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only Son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life. You know, maybe after listening to the podcast, if you are not saved, you're thinking, I would love to give my life to Christ. 
If so, all you have to do is confess your sins to him. Ask him to forgive you and he will. And then say, Lord Jesus, come into my heart. I accept you as my personal Lord and Savior. And you know what? It is done. You are saved. If you enjoy listening to the podcast and want to follow me on social media, I am at three different places on Instagram. You can follow me at KB Simple Life, Encouragement from Kristen, or my business page, Traveling Psychology Girl. Thank you so much for listening and supporting what I'm doing here. God bless you. God bless you. And I will be with you next time.